Jane. What's up? Not much. <laughs> Just sitting on my kitchen table. Drinking a cup of tea. Cup of tea. Cup of tea. We've stopped boozing a lot. I know. Is I that mean, wrong? just when we're recording, not in general life. We should do um, some Christmas drink ones. Oh, we should. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I wonder if we got absolutely hammered and we're like, <laughs> well, usually for the entire month of December. Have you ever Christmas edition? Oh my God, I'd love to do that. Yeah, actually, I said this to her the other day. I would love to do like a have you ever or never have I ever, as some gobshites say, have you ever um, episode. Um, God, you remember have I ever? Oh, have you ever? Have you ever? Oh, yeah, but back in the day, it was so much fun because it was like, have you ever kissed more than three people in one night? Drink. No, it was always sexual. Was it? Oh, my God. Yeah. It depends on the age group. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, remember, it was just like, how how mental can we get with sexual things, deeds that people have done? Yeah. And if you're the only person to drink, you have to explain. And there was always that person who was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that too. It was smoke face like. It breaks. Oh God! Terrible game, really awkward. And yeah, yeah, if you were the only one who drank, you had to be like, "Well, we're this in the back time. of this car." And yeah. da, da, da. I still think we should do that as an episode, though. Yeah, what do yeah. you think? Also, just something I said: Christmas drink. Um, but we could do. Um, there used to be this thing on YouTube called like the Christmas tag, and all these like Christmas Christmassy questions, which was super lame, but could actually got kind of. What gas. are the Christmassy questions? Like, um, what? Okay, now I literally can't think of one, but it might be like. What's a Christmas tradition? Oh, jeez, I can't think of anything now. But it's like, so lame. They are lame, but they're kind of nice and Christmassy. I like shite like that. Um, yeah, no, I don't think we should do that. Okay, fine, fine, yeah. fine. Um, so how's your week been? Um, good. Oh, I went to Topshop today, right, and went home from work because I wanted to get a new pair of jeans. Um, <laughs> very exciting, and I literally had Topshop jeans on me. Same waist, same leg length. Want to try on a different colour of the exact same pair. Wouldn't even get up over my arse. Um, Ro, that's so funny. So I had the exact same situation with pennies the other day. <laughs> so I've got this pair of pennies, grey pennies jeans that are fantastic. I'm ones getting, you now? No, no, different ones. Yeah. I'm getting constant compliments on my bum. Ooh. They are, and that's not an, a part of me that I generally get compliments on. So <laughs> I was very surprised. They're doing something. But they're great. They're so comfortable. Like they're really tight. They never lose their shape, but they're so comfy. Mm. You could do lunges in them. So I was like, do you know what? I got paid. So I went back over to the north side. And to, I, I, over to the north side. Yeah. And I was running low on jeans. I was like, I'll buy two or three new pairs. I'll just get the exact same size, but in do a couple of buy. Yeah. I'll just get, but in a couple, like they're in like 13 euro or something. And these, um, these are like sisterhood of the traveling pants jeans. Like they are... <laughs> They are miracles. Do you remember that? Do I remember that? I watch it once a year. Oh, you don't, do you? God, I'm seeing I watched years. it a few months ago. Brilliant. So I went, I went and I was like, I don't even need to try these on. I know I like stretched the material. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is them. This is them. Grant brought them home, put them on. And I was like, bet into them. I was trying to. I couldn't even close mine. But I was like. I'm literally so I would literally bought these wearing the grey pants that I, fit I like was above. in I was in top shop so I was able to literally pick up the ones I'd just taken off me and check yeah. the tag yeah now I, the ones I had on me were blue wash and the ones I was trying to put on were black and I rumour has it black jeans are way stiffer because of the dye but like I'm, what I'm meant to do get a size bigger that's going to be too saggy in a few weeks yeah do you know what my worry is that like maybe I have put on weight and that my other jeans are stretched a bit but like I thought that too is that true? Could that have happened? Well, now, okay, so then I was freaking out and I had my usual crisis of like, Andrea, am I huge? <laughs> and uh, she made a very good point of, Jane, they're brand new. <laughs> Give them a day or two, like wear them in. 
And I did wear them today and they're significant. I'm wearing them right now and they're significantly looser. Oh, but for fuck's sake, I couldn't, I couldn't actually get mine over my bum. Okay. I was sweating in the changing rooms. They were stiff. They wouldn't move like. Well, then maybe put on a stone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have. I was only saying to Jane the other day, I've started this new like training program, like weight, a lot of weightlifting. And I feel like I've gotten bigger instead of smaller. But then I Googled it. And apparently, if any of these weightlifting people out there, apparently um, women actually get bigger and before they get smaller. Like, as in like like apparently and I'm not going to know all the technical terms here but apparently you put on muscle um, first and then the fat melts after oh so like I could have been gaining muscle but my old fat is still hanging around and apparently then once the fat starts to go then your muscles come out and then you get really lean but I don't know that doesn't sound right Ro well surely like if you're burning me... calories you're just you're burning calories you're... and build muscle at the same time I don't know but do you know what? I, I don't think you. I don't think you build and burn at the same time. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Someone tell me. Well, I told well, you, you have made me feel good. That, thanks, Jane. No, I don't, none of my shirts fit anymore. This is the only shirt that fits because my the arms biceps. are just fucking huge guns. No, literally, like all my shirts are yeah, like you do have guns. Uh, uh, they're like that around my. Well, I was my noticing thing. my jeans catching in my crotch, like, and I was like, "Am I have my vagina gotten bigger?" Like, it was catching right, you know, when your jeans do that awkward V. Yeah. Because I wear those kind of straight leg jeans sometimes. I was like, "What's this V happening?" And then I think I, I thought I was like, "Dave, I've, my art, either my arse has gotten bigger or my thighs have gotten bigger." Thighs probably. You doing squats? Squats. Yeah, squats all fucking day. Yeah. And I was like, "But you know what I realized it was? What? It's the bit. I'm gonna show you this bit. I've got a big muscle here now. It's the." Oh, what's it called? I can't remember, Between but I know. Your, like your hip and your thigh and the front. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, there's a camera. It's where lads have the V. No. Oh, it's like here. No, it's like, look. There. The people can't see. No, I'm showing you and you oh, can yeah, see. Yeah. Anyway, front of the thigh, upper thigh. What can and you say? I never had a muscle there and it's catching, making my jeans catch. <laughs> I thought my jeans would be loose, not tighter. Road <laughs> rock, Linny. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, well, that's, that's my week. Um, I didn't do much this week except I do have one funny story. Go on. Uh, last week I went to <laughs> I went to the lighthouse, um, to see uh, they they were doing Thanksgiving, so Tom Hanks night. Very good. Tom Hanks night. <laughs> uh, so I went to see the Burbs, and I was like, oh, this the Burbs, the Burbs, yeah, yeah. It's one of those Tom Hanks movies that you don't like. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I'm always on the market for a new Hanks movie. No, this is an old one. No, but wasn't one I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, the burbs. The burbs, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I couldn't tell you, and I'll tell you why. Oh. I haven't seen. I've haven't, I remember it being good, but I was about seven the last time I saw it. Yeah, it's an eighties film. Um, went to see the burbs. I was really giddy about it. I was like, because I, you know, what? one of my little pleasures in life is seeing old movies on the big screen that you'd never expect Lovely. to see on the big yeah. screen. Yeah. So I was real giddy about it. The burbs, grand. Um, so went. The lighthouse, grand, found my seat. I was like, this is great. Took out my treats, had my popcorn and everything. You're by yourself? Uh, no. Oh. I was with uh, my girlfriend and my pal. And I was there and was like, this is great. I'm by myself. I just there you I said am, it. all the treats laid like, The way you said it, like, I was there. I had my treats. It just sounded very singular. No. And there I was. And I was like, this would be great now. Or, 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 all three of us were like, oh, this would be great now. Seeing on the big screen. Seeing on the big screen. This is going to be great. Then the lights go dim. Go through all the trailers and everything. And then do you know what comes up on the screen? You know when it's like before the movie and it says the name of the movie? Escape from New York. We'd gone into the wrong cinema. Oh, no. And we were there. <laughs> and Escape from New York. Which is like... What's a, Escape from... It's like a, like cheesy action dystopian future 
Um, oh, for fuck's sake! Dystopian future. Uh, Not like Thanksgiving anyway. Seventies, late seventies, early eighties movie uh, starring Kurt Russell. Oh, as a uh, snake Bliskin. Oh god! Uh, and then it was too late. It was like we could start rustling and try and make, but for fuck it, we'll watch it. So we stayed and we watched. Is it good? <laughs> it was very enjoyable. Oh, then yeah, it was a nice little like. Your story has a nice yeah, positive yeah, ending. Yeah, but I still want to see the burbs. Is that the story? Yeah, why? Is it not fun? That wasn't great. Really? <laughs> when you were there, the shock was very like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the shock was pretty shocking. That happened to my mom and she, I think she wanted to go and see the Sex and the City movie, but she ended up in Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> I think they were out at the same time, the first Fifty Shades and maybe the Sex and the City 2 movie. I don't think so. There was something... In fact, definitely not. There's at least like four years in between she them. Went to, she wanted to go see Sex and the City and ended up in a raunchier movie. Are raunchier. you sure it was an accident? I thought it was but Sex what and the City. what other raunchy movie would have... Po- I can't think of any other raunchy movie apart from Fifty Shades. Maybe it wasn't Sex and the City. No, she went. She wanted to go see Sex and the City. She's with <laughs> her friends, but they went to the wrong screen and the movie that they were ended up sitting in was a raunchier one. Okay. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the... Juice, what are we talking about today? Let's right? go on to the meat. The meat. Work-life balance. We're talking about, um, yeah, we're talking about, it's actually funny that we haven't really talked about this before. So uh, we have, because we talked about, we talked about stress. Tidbits. Tidbits. So basically, basically, we want to talk about how um, work stress affects us. Yeah. Um, how, how much it's brought into our daily lives and how we try and combat that. Because, for me, it, one of my biggest stressors is work. And actually, I was watching RT1, the 6-1 News today. And lo and behold, they had a study. There was some little segment about a study that was done on um, on workplace stress and how it's affect people. And the amount of people who, who say that they experience symptoms of stress, such mm. as anxiety, sleep disturbances, whatever, has more than doubled since 2010. Mm. And the amount of people who have said that they've stressful that they're, they're more stressed from work has um doubled since 2010 as well it's mad isn't it so what's the crack like why are people feeling way more stressed about work now than is it like because everything's really expensive and there's it's probably a mix of everything being expensive but also people just feeling like there's a lot of competition regarding work these days like are you high enough are you like you know have you done what you want to do with your life purpose but also being successful you know there's a lot of pressure in that regard and financially as well yeah yeah financially is a big one but yeah and i think more and more people are putting their uh putting their self-worth in in what they do as opposed to what they are i think we both have interesting perspectives on this because i feel like i've come a long way to not feel to i'm like to not feel as stressed about work whereas i would have gone through loads of phases of feeling quite stressed about work and you probably you're you currently well not currently but consistently stressed about work. yeah so we both Although, have an interesting i will say it. yeah we both are quite polar opposite on it. not polar opposite on it but not to say i wasn't tre- like no. i used to like if we go back to like a few years ago maybe even last year or the year before i would have been very anxious about work related things like if i had something big the next day i would find it hard to sleep that night and i'd be wrecked and i'd be yeah. all stressed about not I'd be being too tired to do my job properly yeah uh, and it's not like i'm doing fucking open heart surgery like of course i can do my job tired but um just getting worried like it was more that not really stressed in work like stress in the work day nine to five or whatever is grand i think that's just not like for me it's a normal part of it like yeah very fast no, it's paced. bringing it home it's is, bringing it home and i struggle I, I, with that in fact, i find stress a 
I wouldn't even call it stress once it's in the workplace. No, me either. It's kind of like I would call it, I'm like buzzing. I'm like, right, let's get this shit done. It's when I leave the office for the day and I'm thinking about it and I'm worried and I've got that like anxious feeling in my stomach being like, oh my God, I didn't fix that thing. Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm freaking out and I make lists in my head and I, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I catastrophize. I'm like, I'm going to lose my job. I'm like, I go mad about it. No, in fairness, I do too. Like that is, I think, completely normal. It's if it's happening consistently, like everyone's going to have something like what let's say once a month one big thing in work that's like they're stressed about that's bothering them but I, I think it's if, if it's happening over and over again and you're really feeling like you can't separate from it then that's like more of a problem but i think it's very normal to have things in work that you're like oh or you make a mistake and you're freaking out about the mistake you've yeah. got some big oh yeah that's normal what is it about work stress though like that really just fucking rips you apart like you know and you and you just i think it's when you feel like you, you really feel like i'm a failure I'm, I'm, yeah. it's me it's personal it's like i've made a mistake i'm not good enough yeah I'm not good enough. Ties into imposter syndrome. If you make a mistake in work or if you get a telling off. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Ooh. I had one of them recently. And oh, yeah. Roe Ro is always my person I go to to talk about work. Because I'm the, I'm the teller offer. <laughs> well, you know, we're both managers now, but you've been a manager for longer and I'm new to it. Yeah. So I am like, what? And you are the only other person I know that's in a similar enough industry mm. that you can relate to these things. Yeah. So you're good to talk to you about this stuff. Well, I can give you an interesting perspective from a like a boss's point of view, almost like, well, he might just be thinking this or trying to get you to do this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's handy to have someone like that that you can, and vice versa, if I always come to you with an issue. But it's like... um Yeah, like, of course, I've gotten told off by things before. It's like, it's absolutely... Yeah. You actually feel like an absolute piece of shit piece of shit and I find it really hard or if you ever just make a mistake like <coughs> I remember back in my like early career let's say and I just if I ever made mistakes which happened of course everyone makes mistakes yep. oh my god just the anxiety afterwards was just because you feel like an idiot idiot yeah I've been in yeah I mean look I'm not as bad as I used to be like I used to I was in a job a couple of years ago that um broke me <laughs> yeah it was, was it, it was really really high intense high intensity um kind of on call anytime really I had a work phone and you know once I got telling off because I didn't reply to a text at 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday um like real and you do feel like a failure even though you know that it's insane but the thing what mm. I noticed is yes you know y- like yeah, I think there's a certain level of people in mag- managerial positions try and get that fire under people's eyes. Mm. But I think that people also uh, thrive on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that this whole culture of like having to be on call all the time to do your job, it feeds into this feeling of like, you know, well, I'm important yeah. because I need to be, uh, they need to contact me any time of the day because there's no one else that can do this job. Yeah. And it means you absolutely burn out and stress out and you think that this is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's not. And like, there's actually like... And then it breeds into other people who are seeing that person work till 10 p.m. And they yeah, feel like they... Yeah. Like, I mean, we all, you all know that thing of like, don't leave before your boss. Yeah, but I, I nonsense. remember being told that. Nonsense. And, and, but then actually I remember talking to... Um, uh, someone in my family who's very very high up in a in a big company uh i remember he said to me he said um he said that that's all completely bullshit the way i look at it is i work with my employees so 
they can leave by half five. If they leave by half five, that means that that's efficiency and that they can get it done. I don't want them to be there till eight. No. Working on something, you know, it's bullshit. And, you know, there's actually people employed in these big companies that, that like, like workplace psychologists that literally work on systems that keep people stressed and keep people coming back. Like, look at Google. Like, they have this whole... um. They've got this whole what like is it like a seven stage thing where you have to like move up two stages every couple of years and if you don't they'll slowly push you out of company. But like, the likes of Google's Facebooks and all them like I've done I was doing a workshop in I won't say the name but one some not Facebook or Google but one of those kind of big companies I'd say and Twitter uh, no actually not let's <laughs> <laughs> stop guessing but um like. We had a kind of tour of the place afterwards and like, like everyone knows we've ever been inside Google or Facebook, but for people who haven't, like it's what you expect. It's the, you know, the three or four meals a day, like a selection of menu. There was a coffee shop. There was a nap room. There's a gym. There was a DJ room. There was an Xbox room. Yeah. There was like, like a fake garden room. Um, And when I was like chatting to people there, I was like, oh, this is daily, this is daily, this is daily. Because you must never like all the banter you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but inside I was like, this is a jail. Yeah. And they, they actually made the point. They were like, yeah, I mean, you think like, I was like, do you have all your meals here? And they are like, yeah, but let's say the dinner doesn't, doesn't start strategically till like, let's say half six. So People you're, stay you're going to stay for your extra half you're going to stay for that hour and then you're going to have your dinner and then you might go back to your desk for it and then you end up saying till eight and then la 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 and it's like that's apparently all the tactic in those places and like that's just so depressing isn't it but also like I'm sure there's other reasons for it but like I'm sure it's just the perks and people I don't think have. there is other reasons <laughs> it's just for the jail um, it's a weird fancy jail but um yeah like I I leave every day at half five like or whatever whatever we have flexi time so whenever I've but half whenever, five finish, is, yeah, whenever I finish, I finish. But I try. Like, of course, sometimes that doesn't happen. That's absolutely totally fine. Um, and the people who work for me, I'm always like, if they're staying too late, I'm just like, what's go- like, what's going on? Like, yeah. you obviously need help. <laughs> you need help. We need someone to help you with your work because I just think, and I've seen it. Burnout is so can happen so like what's the word? What's the word? Frequently? No, it's very. <laughs> Maybe I'm approaching burnout. Burnout is really common. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you know, I used to go on annual leave and check my emails. I wouldn't dream of doing that now. I Ever, no. No, I don't check my, well now, no, I never checked them actually. Um, I don't check my emails when I come home from work unless I'm expecting an email that I haven't gotten time, but whatever, I'm expecting something. Um, I used to check my emails like when I was commuting, I used to check my emails on the yeah. way to work, on the way home to work from work. And there used to be a thing that like I would check, I remember like, at half five so if you work in anyone who works in like social media type stuff you know that like Fridays are the most blah, mental days of the week and everyone's trying to get shit done and get your social media schedule for the weekend but um, I remember like leaving work at like six on Friday and somebody was like a client or whatever was messaging me a post that over the weekend and whatever it was it put me in such a funk I was on the dark emailing and my whole weekend I was like stressed and yeah. funky and like nothing bad had happened but it just I just couldn't separate it was in my head um, but Oh, I honestly just, yeah, I know it's really cliche, but the note, just like leaving it at the door, like just being like, okay, that's my work day done. Anything urgent, people can WhatsApp me. See, I would 100% agree with you. And only in the past couple of years, I've really taken that on board. I think my issue was in, in that job I was in, uh, that wasn't an option because if you didn't have your phone on, oh, yeah. you got a bollocking. It was toxic that whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a bollocking. Um, but the thing is, is, you know. Well, you got like called out, right? I got called out for falling asleep. When I was sick on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock, I was named and shamed in an email to an entire department. That's like actual b- saying, verging on bullying, though. Saying, Jane, why aren't you answering your phone? 
was like it was ridiculous and at that point that that was burnout that was absolute burnout I remember I you know every single Saturday morning I'd be up in my bed on my phone and I just started dating Andrea at the time like new girlfriend exciting that's when you're meant to be riding and uh (laughs) I, I just remember one day I was like, I can't do this anymore because I was sitting there in my bed stressing, replying to emails. Something had gone wrong. Oh. And I had to call, find a journalist that was working in the journal on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and fix a typo on an article that we bought. Oh. Like, it was the most stressful thing ever. And I was just like, this is my Saturday. Here's my girlfriend. I haven't seen her all week. I really just want to like hang out with her. And here I am. Of course you should have your Saturday. Yeah. And my back was in knots. And then from then on, I would go into work every day and I feel like I just wanted to burst into tears. I was just like, I remember ta- saying to you like, Ro, I'm, I want to work in Tesco or how long could I survive on like my savings Godot or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, Godot, just like so just to find horrible. Else. It was shit. But do you know what I did? It was fucking terrifying, but I quit. <laughs> I quit <laughs> oh, the job. yeah. I quit the job. What I did was I'd been looking for a job for a while. Something. Okay. Here's actually a good point. I was expecting the dream job. I was like, okay, I kept putting it off. I was like, I'll keep looking. And when the dream job comes, mm. that's when I'll go and you know, I'll apply for it. And then I just got to a point where I, I, I can't do this anymore. This is a living hell. It's completely ruining everything. Mm. Um. So what I did was another job came up. That wasn't my dream job, but it was like a little bit higher up the rung. It was a good bit more money. I was like, grand, I'll go for this. And I thought this was going to be great. This is my house. This is going to be fantastic. This is going to be great. And then I went there and it wasn't my dream job. And I was there for six months and it was the complete opposite. I was bored every single day. But that was the most perfect thing that could have happened to me because it gave me some breathing room to be like, okay, what I do actually... What I want to do? What, not even what do I want to do, but... um you know just gave me a little bit more time and I was out of that toxic scenario so Mm. I will say to anyone who's in this like really stressful job situation where you absolutely hate going into work every day like okay sometimes work is shit and it's a job it's not meant to be all fucking roses and sunshine yeah um sometimes it's shit but if it's to a point where it's considerably impacting your mental health your oh, family you get out of there, like. your relationships if you find that it's all you're talking about if you find that you haven't seen your friends in ages if you find that you're on your phone replying to emails when you're with your family not in the dinner, stomach can't sleep stress 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 horrific like not get worth the it. fuck out of here and do yeah. not do not wait for the dream job to come along do not wait and see what happens just get out do whatever job that gets you by yeah for a while and then and then just keep applying to things or, or figure out your next move because you're not going to be in the right mindset to be going to interviews and stuff. You're not going to interview well if you're so stressed out in your current job because you, and also when you're that desperate, sorry if to use that word, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. I was just talking to another friend and she was going through that same situation that you were in before you went into your current job and it was like, not, well, the one before that, but it was like the, uh, she just absolutely hates her job. Absolutely. She's in a temp job waiting for another job. Um, but she said it was it's just like she, every day dread 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 yeah dread. and not just that the work was boring which it was but just like kind of a bullying atmosphere like her managers was kind of nasty to her which is just so crazy in this day and age that people get away with that but also um she kind of was like on the lookout for like the dream job and then she's got another job has come through and like she'll say herself that like i don't know if this is my dream job but i just am so delighted to get out of there yeah i hate this idea and it really makes people stress you know people are like oh it doesn't look great now on the cv for a few six months since like why is it that we're not allowed to move around and find out where we like to work yeah we're spending five days a week there if i went six months six months six months and went to the next employer saying i just was trying to find what i wanted to do 
Is that not more admirable rather than like, well, I, I just having your CV, I stayed there for five years. Well, I remember. Well, actually, just today I was talking to someone, actually, one, my intern, I was talking to her and, and she said, um, she made a good point. She said, well, you know, millennials, as we are, she's like, isn't it? She was saying it in a way like, isn't it more like common to see like, you know, jump from job like every year, two years than it is to work somewhere for like 30 years now? And I was like, yeah. that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, I think the thing with that is I remember with, with my current job that I'm in now, which I, which I for the most part, love. Um, ish. Uh, <laughs> no, I do. I, I really like it. Um, but I remember in that, it was brought up basically that my CV, on my CV I'd moved jobs mm. like three times in three years or whatever. And uh, my colleague, my now colleague who was there in the interview said, now you're not going to leave us in six months, are you? So that was clearly a... Yeah, definitely it's a question I would ask as well. Yeah. I'd be like, what's the crack? Like, if it's, if there were similar roles, I'd be like, what didn't you like? But... I was completely honest. I said, okay, well, the first one, to be honest, it was just not sustainable. It was too stressful. Yeah. It's not what I wanted to do. And the second one, I would have stayed. I was grand there, but this just seemed like too much I of a good opportunity. Of, like, I'd be like, I got yeah. hired three times. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. You got hired yeah. three times in three years. Yeah. Um, will we read some messages? There yeah, was yeah, one that on. I liked. I will have a look through now. Um, a lot of people that messaged us actually were... Um, people who work in, as nurses and stuff a lot of nurses messaged and like I was like Jesus like I, I can complain about like being stressed from my job um, but like can you imagine having a stressful day as a nurse me and, and patients me and Rose think well actually it's Rose oh, thing yeah. that she's given to me and I say it to people in work now I actually overheard someone in work say it because I say it all the time from across the no office no way yeah yeah um, we're not saving lives at the end of the day, we're just making rich companies richer. But so. now, but some people are saving lives. And in your case, yeah. you, are, you well deserve to be stressed. Um, okay, this girl said, okay, work-life balance, right? As a dear friend taught me, it's all about urgent versus important. What is urgent is other people's deadlines and demands. What are you pulling at there? Sorry, it's Velcro. <laughs> um, Jane has decided now is a good time to play with Velcro. Sorry, I'm putting it down. I apologise. Um, what okay urgent first important what's urgent is other people's deadlines demands etc but what's important is what you can't live without so your friends your family your food and, and your food <laughs> so in those lose-lose situations for example let's say you have a really strong work deadline or your granny's in hospital what do you do use urgent versus important to help decide and alleviate at least some of the internal guilt so and then she said does that make sense for my delirious from work stress so obviously <laughs> she hasn't taken her own advice but I really like that. I love that. Do you know what actually I find more stressful for me in terms of work-life balance? Um, I can very, I'm very good at managing a lot of tasks and work and like leaving it in work now and not being stressed about when I come home. But I get, my most of stress comes from like, like life things, like balancing life things. Like, am I do, you know, I, I don't know how to explain myself well, but like, am I seeing my friends enough? Am I seeing Dave enough? Am I seeing my family enough? Funny you should say that, Ro, because I found a meme the other day and um, it's saying exactly what you just said. So I'm going to read it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll put this yeah. up on our Instagram, but I thought it was funny. Go on, read that there, Ro. Oh, I've seen this one. There was a picture of Kendall Jenner in the original one that went oh, around. Oh, that's good. It's like me trying to excel in my career, maintain a social life, drink enough water, exercise, text everyone back, stay sane, survive and be happy. That's literally me. And yeah. it's a picture of like a... A mad looking a lion. A mad looking lion. But that's actually me. Like I 
feel like it's impossible to do everything all do all those things like if i'm if i don't go to the gym three times a week i'm like oh i'm a terrible person if i don't see friends yeah. and i'm a terrible person if i decide i'm not gonna go out one weekend and stay in i'm like oh i should have gone out if i go out one weekend i'm like i'm a terrible person i drank too much like it's all just like i get feel like in my personal life i feel stretched and stressed do you ever get angry at someone because you're pent up about work and like for instance today I was just wrapping up work and I was trying to get out early but I knew it was just going to be one of those days I was going to be in a little bit later Yeah. and my brother kept texting me saying so when are you going to come visit so did you organise that trip yet uh, May will be good for me and I was like I'm busy I was trying to reply to him in work because I'm that type of person I don't like to leave texts unread Yeah. and then sometimes I do and I'll realise three days later that I hadn't replied and I hate myself Yep. Um. so I was trying to respond and so I was in work late like um Yes, yeah, so I was getting stressed out, but I was getting angry at him. Why does he not know that I'm in I'm work right now? I'm a busy right girl. I'm a busy... And then I'm like, he doesn't care because... For, like he like he doesn't care if I reply now or in two hours <laughs> but I get, I can't, I if, get I'm, if, I'm, if I'm doing something quite stressful in work I can't actually yeah, fathom a conversation you know with, yeah, uh, yeah. Outside work. yeah I definitely get that but when you see the bleeps coming up I'm just like fuck off oh I know and I get really I'm like ah yeah. but yeah for me it's like I've, I feel like I'm really I've man- been able to really compartmentalise work stuff and I think I've done well there now it's if I was to, yeah yeah but I think I just find that like then I feel stressed about other things like you know, it's, but I think we've if you're really stressed, there's a lot going on all the time, isn't Even there? Even doing this podcast, finding nights to do this podcast, exactly. Like this is our like what one one night free this week. Yeah, like it's this. This is the one night for us to spend with our partners and have the ride. Jesus. But we do this, um. So it's well, we can still thing. have the ride. It's only quarter past nine. Look, as Unlike, we've, been as we've been through, quarter past nine. It's too know. late to get going. Too late to get going. But yeah, no, we it, do it's have tough. a lot on though, and I do, I do Every a lot day. of extra. I do have a lot of work. I do a lot of work things, don't I? Like, you, I, yeah, yeah. You I do. would have a lot of things like whether it's like, and a lot of them are social events. To be fair, like that, I willingly would want to go to. But yeah, I would you also all, feel like you have to go though. Let's talk about that social events that you feel like you have to go to. Like. I yeah understand that that happens to people. For me, the social events and work I just really like going to, so it doesn't feel like okay, I have okay. to. Like I would choose to do it a weekend kind of thing if it was you know. Okay. Uh, so, but I I have been in workplaces where it's been like dreading the fucking Christmas party. Oh yeah yeah. Dreading the Chris Kendall dre- and yeah all that crack and it's like oh and then you feel like someone's gonna get another one up on you if you don't you know they're schmoozing or whatever. Or they're gonna you're gonna look like you don't care. Okay, you don't care. Now I do still get like. Doubt, like feelings like that the whole time like if I'm sick even though I haven't had a sick day in fucking ages as we've discussed yesterday but like I'm saying that like it's a badge of honour <laughs> do you know now that you've said that I you're know. gonna come down with fucking flu I know and I, but no also to be said it's not like I've been going into work sick I haven't actually been sick but um I also hate when people go into work sick I've done it um and I feel awful you feel shit but I've also stayed home when I'm sick and I've done that thing of Oh yeah, no, I'm sick today, but uh, but I'll be on my emails. On emails, and, if on you emails. Need anything, and I'm there sitting on my laptop Give all day. Yeah, and it's shit, and I don't know why you I have can't to say rest. It. <laughs> like if you have a sick day, it's a sick day, but like, none of us can do it. I can't physically do it. I actually end up doing more work on my sick Way days. Way more work. You're trying to prove that you're yeah, doing work. Yeah. It's horrific. I yeah. actually just think if you're sick, you should say I'm not available at all. Like what's at me? Like I'm I'm literally sick. Yeah. You're prolonging your sickness anyway. But it's this anxiety. It's like this this we have this mad and not just even work, but I think in life we all have this mad desire for communication and if we're not constantly communicating with people whether it's personal life or work life I feel like we all get really anxious so like 
if you're not available to be communicated with in work, if you're sick or if you're working from home. Constant reassurance. Con- I don't know if it's reassurance or just a constant need to be communicating with people or proving that you're I think I think it's being needed. That's true, actually. That's a good point. You know, I think it's being needed and also being in the loop. Mm. So let's say I call in sick. Let's Let's say I call in sick to work and that's fine. And I actually don't check my emails or anything. I would be thinking, what are they saying about me? Oh God, yeah, or something like. What are they doing in the office? What are they saying? But then, oh, but they actually they don't need me. Do you ever go on like annual leave and then you're like, they're they're all grand. No one needs me. I'm fine. No, because yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's that's a mixture of imposter syndrome as well. They're coming in, yeah, majorly, yeah. I just think, yeah, like, oh, I don't know. I always feel like, do you ever just worry that people think like, oh, she's taking the piss. She's not working hard enough. Oh, she's yeah, doing this and time. all this crack. All the time. Like, it's always, I think, does everyone feel that way, I wonder? I sometimes feel like I'm not working hard enough or efficiently enough. And uh, and then I look at myself and sometimes I could be like, okay, Jane, you actually could have, you were a little bit Dawson today. Mm. Like you were having a few too many water cooler chats or whatever. Yeah. And that happens sometimes. Water, could you have a water cooler? No. <laughs> <laughs> and who does that? But yeah. you know, like I sit right beside the coffee station. Okay. So every time Chat someone every goes, dog and devil. every dog and devil will ask me how I am. We'll have a little five minute band, um, which is lovely. But yeah, no, sometimes I will fully put my hands up and be like, ah, I was Dawson a bit today, whatever. But most of the time, I'm working really, really fucking hard to prove myself, but I still will think I'm not working hard enough. So yeah. that's where the staying later comes in. It's like, let's get another hour in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're like, no, no, now I'll do some work. Or like, you have to like, you, you try and prove that you've done some work by like sending someone like, look at this document I put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I get a lovely feeling of satisfaction when like I send an email at like half six on a Friday, yeah. Friday with my boss CC'd. I'm like, see? Also, I've sa- I say that like I've, I've, I've really managed my work stress, but like I could also send like an email like, I could have something in my mind and then I'll just have to send an email like like let's say nine o'clock at night I'm like I'm just gonna get all my thoughts about this and yeah, yeah, I send fair. it like I thought about it um, and also yeah I think about work quite a lot it's very quite a big part of my life but I've just been able to not get sleepless nights over it as much anymore I think okay, that's I've gotten and to let's go on to practical advice here yeah what do you do well you you've clearly come on this journey of like being super stressy about it to, mm. to not being well at least you know the normal amount being yeah um is there anything that you is this something that like evolved over time or is this did you is there practical things you put into place to make that happen i wish you could say there was like really practical things it has definitely evolved but also my my job has also changed as well like i think i'm a manager now which brings a whole other wealth of like people ish people problems are way worse than any client problems so just i work for a digital marketing agency so we'd have you know clients I mean by like brands or whatever but people problems and if somebody on the team has an issue or whatever like uh, that brings a whole wealth of like sleepless nights and like what do I do because you're dealing with like people not that your clients aren't people but you're dealing with people's issues and it's really sensitive so I do still find that quite a struggle to not take that home with me but in terms of practical advice um 
it's just it's the emails thing like te- like oh jesus like your weekends like for me i just literally like i think i was saying this to you before that on like um a monday i'll sit down at my desk and be like who am i what's my job like i can't remember a fucking thing <laughs> i'm the exact same i have to look at my notebook and see what notes i took on friday to tell me what to do and like, i have to tell myself what to do on monday on friday that vibe because yeah. i switch off so much from work on the weekend which is amazing that i'm literally like what's my name on monday so i yeah i don't know if that's what switching yeah I don't know, I wish I had more practical stuff. Like, I do think having something else has been really helpful for me. So whether it's this podcast, like, I do find it's like I'm able to kind of shift the work stress into, like, a more of a pleasurable stress, like something, like, I'm passionate about. Not that I'm not something passionate about Something that work. you're working for yourself. Just like, to take your mind off the thing you're doing all day long. Like, yeah. so the podcast or even, like, starting that new gym, I found that really helpful and just, like, just being into something else. I feel like a hobby or whatever. I know it's kind of cliche, but that, that's kind of what helped me. Yeah. How about I, you? I, yeah, I would, I 100% agree with you on the making a list on a Friday. Oh yeah, key. And do you know what? That's and every a, day, to be honest. E- every day. I do a to-do list every single morning. Yeah. Um, But that's a very good point about um switching off so much that you need a to-do list. I never even realized that, but yeah, I do that now too. I switch off a like I, I as soon as I leave the office I switch off really yeah because okay that's the main thing don't check your emails because no one's expecting you to reply to them and once you start replying to them after hours you set a precedent mm. and then people think you're always going to be available at nine o'clock to respond to emails and uh, look let's be fair everyone has a boss that sends emails at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> do they D- yeah God. I've had at least three bosses who'll That's send mental. Oh, you know, I'd get random emails at five AM. Owners of businesses. Yeah. Any owner of a business. Yes, sorry, yeah, the actual owner, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Any owner of business to get random and you know what? You don't have to like they own you yeah. <laughs> from nine to half five, five days a week. Yeah. They are not paying you for your outside of work time. Can um, we talk a bit about Sunday night fear, actually? Can I finish mine though? Oh sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, make a list. Check it, Check twice. it twice. Santa, Santa. Make a list, um, and also just kind of have this awareness that, um, I know it's so easier said than done. Of like, you know, it's just a job, yeah. But it is just a job, not and I know it's, lies. and you know, a lot of the stress comes from not what the job is, but how that job is making you feel and your like inner, like insecurities and stuff like it, it pulls yeah. on and that's where the stress is coming from um but just remember it's the cliche thing of you know on your deathbed are you gonna really gonna w- wish that you were yeah tomorrow? i always think about that yeah and it's true another thing is like also to remember like okay i think work is meant you're meant to be pushed in work like you are meant to say you grow yeah you're meant to actually get better and you're meant to be a bit stressed of course if you sat there not being stressed then you wouldn't grow at all so i do think it's important to remember that like if you are getting feedback or you if you got, let's say you're getting totally off or you're doing you're doing a particularly stressful task like that's actually dead like it's good like it, i know it's like really hard to take ego all that crack but <coughs> if i have a really stressful thing coming up like the amount I learned from it, and I know again, sorry, cliche, sound of quote book, but the amount you learn from it, and also, um, the boost you get after you've done it, is worth any of the stress you went through. Like you're meant to literally work is not meant to be easy. Do you know a great saying? Uh, one of my friends said to me when I was stressed really recently about work. She said, um, "What's the thing? You make what is it? You make a diamond with pressure. Is that what it is? I don't know. Never heard it's- that in my life." <laughs> 
You make a you make a crystal of pressure or something. Oh, That's how diamonds are. I don't know. <laughs> Something's made of pressure. There but, you go. But it was just a nice way to to kind of look at it. It's like she was like, oh no, you know why? Like, don't, no need to be stressed. It's probably a situation where they're yeah. trying to get a diamond from pressure. <laughs> well, anyone, people are pressuring you. No, you can bloody do it. Like, oh, yeah, that's a good thing. But also, um, or they're mad. Oh, they're just mad pricks. Um, oh, I had something on the tip of my tongue there. Now it's gone. Damn it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What does happen to me actually quite a lot is I will be like walking down the street and I'll be like, what about like, I haven't checked up on this thing. Yeah. Oh, and all then, the time. And then my, my stomach goes in a knot. I'm like, Jesus, is that? And then I'll freak out and I'll double check it and I'll be like, oh. All the all time. The time. Now that, that daily happens to me. I'll be like, what about this thing I forgot to do? And when you I'm know, lying in bed at night, sometimes it pops into my head. You know, when you get caught up in a project, like let's say there's a particularly big event or campaign or something happening and it's yeah. one of those things that like there's several meetings. There's, consumes like, you like. Consumes you. And then all these little things. Mm. I think that's a manager thing as well it's like um, prioritising things I still struggle with Um, but yeah literally something penny drops and you're like fucking hell I'm meant to organise a fucking I don't know whatever I I bar mitzvah things that you put on the long (laughs) finger because you're like well this is this is priority right now and then you just you're like Jesus I haven't thought about that in a month oh god and you just oh, get this and you get this feeling of like and then like sometimes it could happen to you like you're in the most inopportune moments like it could be in the fucking cinema and you're like <gasps> yeah. what about this thing or you're in bed and you're like oh I'm checking that thing that happens to me now that you've said that I'm going to think I am feeling anxious now I'm not in my stomach I'm thinking about all the things now yeah. and I'm not in work for the next two days would you ever get a moment in uh, when you get like this like um, lull in work where you're like I think everything is under control Oh my god, yes. And I immediately feel like everyone's who everyone's gonna be like, What the fuck's she doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not even that. It's like I think everything's actually under control. When I have them, it doesn't happen often. When I have them, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna catch up on like I don't know, let's write a blog for the website or something. Like, yeah. Something like that. Like just make work for yourself. But it's then when you realise you haven't done something, it's the worst fear. Yeah, and you're like shit. Yeah. Um so what about the Sunday night fear then? Oh, why is it so shit? Why is the weekend so shit? Even if you love your job, I oh. feel like the Sunday night fear is just oh. brutal. Yeah. Me and David we used to have been doing this horrible thing where like we have a bit of a we go out to my parents' house in Bray and Every Sunday. No. But like quite often, like it's handy to just get fed and stuff. Like no, it sounds really like a college student, mm, but like enough. you know. Um, no not every Sunday maybe twice a month or something but yeah, go out to Bray and then we drive back and on the way home Sunday night we go to Little and do a weekly shop and that's that's and, your kind uh, of that's token, it yeah. and it's the ble- we said so we stopped doing that we even stopped going to Bray he said we'd go to Bray on like a different day or whatever um, because it was a tradition of like this horrible Sunday night routine yeah like, your Sunday night should be lovely yeah it shouldn't be little in the fucking horrible you lighting blare I eyes. really like doing something on a Sunday night whether yeah. it's like go to the cinema or maybe have like a drink or go for dinner. Well, you just like let's just watch a movie or something. Yeah. yeah, I like to see friends on a Sunday. Yeah, because nice there's friends. something about that like Sunday night coziness, which is nice. But you know, it gets to about eight o'clock and you just kind of settle. For me. Six. Six is six. the witching hour on a Sunday night, and you just kind of settle in after dinner and watch telly for the night. And, and most people don't sleep well on a Sunday night. No, because you've you slept in, in too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Ugh. the Sunday night fear. Oh, do you know what? Oh God, me and her. My friend Alana were she'd sit over mine last Saturday and we were lying in bed on the Sunday morning and she was like <laughs> what are you doing and I had we had we had a hangover so the fear was obviously yeah, extra yeah. I was looking through my work calendar for the week 
in bed, hung over at like 11 o'clock in the morning, first thing, and I was like, You do it though. And she was like, What are you doing? And then I started going into my gym app and I was like, like Looking at what classes I do. And she goes, Are you just trying to like top yourself off? Like prepping for the week. And yeah. I was like, Oh, I just better face it now. I mean, it's here now. And she was like, And then she was like, Look at you, looking through your calendar and like figuring out what you're doing. And she goes, well, It was just very funny. And I was I like, do I don't know why I'm doing this. I just feel all fiery and I just have to look at it. And, oh. It's yeah, it's that constant reassurance that you know what you're doing this week. Oh, I hate it. No, but actually, I prefer not knowing. I prefer not looking at my calendar on Sunday. If I know something big on the Monday, I'll be like really irritated on Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I hate it. I'm getting fiery now. And, and so, so am I. It's not even midweek. Sometimes if I have a big thing to do, like a big meeting or something, I just like to literally block it out of my memory because I don't want to think about it the night before. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to pretend that's not happening. I always tell myself, actually, Andrea helps me with this. When I get, sometimes I'll just get into these mad work stresses and she'll have to like talk me off the ledge. And she just says, what can you do about it right now this second? Good one. Not much. Sometimes just need to maybe make it a list. Out. Yeah, and that's I fine. Know, yeah, I feel like I need someone to untangle a knot that I have. Like, it's just like I need to like, just literally talk it out with someone who do doesn't you know, even what? know what I'm on about. Do you know what? Oh, no. I was, I was going to say, um, I think uh, that's where it's important to have work pals. Or even a work pal. Oh, my God. 100%. So important. Because I think one of the big things was in my past two jobs... The only thing that made the really stressful and bearable is that I had a couple people that I could, like, not like super close friends, but you could have a bit of a rant to. I have a bit of a rant to. Oh my god, it's the so middle important. job. I didn't really have anyone to rant to, and now I've got at least one person to rant to, and it helps someone who's in the same scenario as you knows people's personalities, know yeah. the office dynamics. Oh, it's so helpful. Just you have to bitch. have a buddy. Just a bitch. It's so important to have a work buddy. It's so important. Like you need it so much. Just, just someone a... to G chat something lolly to. Oh, like the G chats. The G chats. A little rant, a little tidbit. Oh, the G G chats oh, are essential. Here's a funny link. Like it just to brighten up your day. Brighten up your day and also if you need to bounce something off or like, look, this person said this to me, what do you think? Or what's my yeah, response yeah, yeah, to yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can tell your home people, which is good just to rant, but like for actual proper advice about a work situation, I think someone in work is the best to do it. Yeah, just because they know the environment. They know the environment, yeah. Not even advice, more just like, here's an outside perspective of that interaction you had. I've got a bit of anxiety now brewing up inside me to you. <sighs> yeah. Now yes, I do. Well. I'm like thinking. I've got a list going in my head now of all the things I need to be doing. I'm like, I do know. I'm trying to like stress it. Do you know what? I'm gonna stop. Do you know what I'm gonna do on the way home? I'm gonna swing by Clam Brazel Street. I'm gonna go to Spar and I'm gonna pick up a loop to loop. Random of yeah. a November. Yeah. Nice. Love good loop to loop. That's not even a spawn. Um, I do get myself in tizzies about things. I'm not even work related. This is completely segue for now for two minutes. Bear with me. But I ordered <laughs> lots of stuff for Black Friday, like clothes yeah. bits and bobs whatever are you stressed about the delivery because I am too Jane wait to hear this I have a Google Home Mini coming I don't know where it's going to go no to. Jane wait to hear this right out of five packages two one of them is has failed twice I'm trying to return something to another stories and the DPD driver has come four times and said it's failed hasn't even tried to come into the office <laughs> I'm on the ph- I've been on the phone to DPD fucking seven times this week um, another one said again like out of five packages five <laughs> none of them another one hasn't arrived in store it's 17 days later and they said it's there I honestly five packages and and then Topshop placed an order with got a PayPal receipt they say we never got my order five orders Jane all failed all fucked all failed no as in I've paid for them but the delivery's fucked I've been getting myself in yeah. a tizzy I just want it all sorted I yeah. want the bits I have to return to be returned I want the bits I'm meant to be getting to be getting once I get all these packages I'll keep everyone updated Dude. I feel like 
I will be celebrating with a glass of wine. I, do you ever just get things like that just drive me mad? Do you know what drives me mad? Doing the meter readings. <laughs> oh my God, just the meter readings last night. Oh, it stressed me out. I when didn't I, know you I, could do my, it. Jay asked me for it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm in charge of them every month. It's fucking shit. You do it every month? Two months or something. Why do you do it every month? Because I'm on a plan. I don't know. Oh, we don't have to. We just pay and then you can you can check retrospectively, look at your meter and then they can say. They amend your bill though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do it every month. Yeah. Anyway, we get, I get a text to remind me to. Oh, yeah. anyway, it's just little bits like that I can get. It, never mind work stress, little life chorey stuff. I can get into a tizzy, especially packages and deliveries. Can I put my hand up and say something? I was getting very stressy, and now I just had the loveliest thought. What? Isn't this lovely? What? That. <laughs> this is what we're getting stressed about. Our deliveries of the materialistic things we bought that we can afford. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I know that sounds awful But I actually And look obviously We both have bigger things Going on in our lives No I'm literally going to Cut a bitch from DPD Any fucking second Like <laughs> No but I just had a, a warm feeling of like That's a very nice Imagine like being like I just don't know Where I'm going to get My next meal It's just my kids Don't have any clothes And I don't know How to bring them to school Like can I you know, imagine I, This I is know. no judgement Whatsoever by the way Because I did the exact same thing But I just had a lovely thought Of like Life's uh, yeah When you actually put into perspective In your life You can get a grip on yourself But like sometimes That still doesn't help You're mad parts. No no it, Sometimes it doesn't And also Yes you can put things In perspective all you want But it still doesn't Take away How real a situation is to you But sometimes it's nice Just to reflect on it Just to be like What Roshan Are you annoyed about Packages not arriving No but like That's fine Yeah But And we have well within our right To be that Because it's very real for us But isn't it nice that that's what we're being stressed? Not isn't it yeah, nice? That's it my means biggest, that other people aren't. But that's literally my biggest stressor right now is my packages. So like, like I'm amazing, uh, grateful for these being my biggest stresses. Yes, I'm grateful that I'm stressed about my packages too. Yeah, and everyone say package prayers for me, please. Package prayers. Um, I think we'll wrap up. Yeah, a little bit of housekeeping, maybe. Did we have any messages we wanted to read out? We actually got fucking loads of people talking about we it. We did get loads. It was but more that people a lot just of kind of the stress. same stuff. But everyone was just everyone was just saying they just get extremely stressed from work, and it's uh, what what came through the messages was that everyone was just feeling as usual, everyone feeling very similar, which is a good thing. Yeah, great. Just that like it's r- a real problem for people. So yeah. we'd like to keep the convo going as we did um, with our last episode. So we might come on Instagram and ask people to after listening to the episode to give us their thoughts on he- ways they actually help. As we always do. Uh, yeah. Ways they Yeah, de- more tips. Practical tips. Practical tidbits. I'm yeah. just trying to see something interesting here. I don't think Rose Rose giving the Instagram and L brains. I'm giving the Instagram and L We did get a couple of voice messages. Now the reason why we haven't played them. Oh, there was a juicy one. Remember, I'll read this one. Oh, the juicy one. This I'll is actually it. great. This is great. My girlfriend ended up being my manager's daughter. <gasps> Shocker. There was absolutely no work home life because I was going to work, seeing my manager and going to my girlfriend's house and trying to see her as a girlfriend's mom, but could never get out of this. Oh my God, this is my manager's own. Really affects the relationship because I feel like I can't rant about work, how shy it is, how shy the people you work with are, because those people are the mother of your girlfriend. Ended up having to leave the job because I chose not to tell my colleagues about their relationship, a tore mental health, having to hide it in work, but also act professional in front of the manager who had slept with their daughter the night before ah 10 out of 10 value the relationship with both of them completely but would not recommend it was the most stressful year of my life I had to leave the job and the relationship in the end do not mix work and relationships lads yeah sure that's age old don't shit where you eat don't shit where you eat although there's a couple in my work and they seem to be going great there was a couple in my old work too and they seem to be great too 
I think some people could do it. I could not do it. I would nope. be driven mad. See, like, no offense, Dave, but like living together, sleeping together, working, working together. together. You know, they, um, some couples run a business together. Yeah. How? I know. Maybe if you're like in different departments or, but even then. This was a girl who said like, oh my God, this is so relevant to my life right now. I feel like working Monday to Friday, nine to five and commuting back and you're forth. You're talking very fast, bro. Sorry, I'm a fast talker. Yeah. Some girls said, this is so relevant to my life right now. I feel like working Monday, Friday, <laughs> night. <laughs> you didn't slow down. You just got quieter. <laughs> I did slow down. I fucking did. I didn't. feel like working Monday, Friday, nine to five, then commuting back and forth literally consumes my entire being. Then when it comes to the weekend, I'm a shell on myself and just want to be left alone. Can you tell I'm stressed? Yeah, that's shy. Oh, the commute. Me and Jane have the luxury of walking to work now, yeah. to be fair, which is unbelievable. For someone, I we both used to commute from Bray to town yeah. for most of our lives. We're in college and everything, so we're well used to commuting. Well, but no, I I moved out when I was like 19. Yeah, but you still had to... Oh, no, you were in Dunleary. Kalini, uh, which yeah. is slightly better than Bray. But you I do were, remember that slog. That was the on Bray to Angel Street. It was a two-hour commute. But also... The commute now is a real soul drainer. What do you mean? Like having to commute a long distance to go from work. That oh, adds long a distance. whole other. Me and Ro are like, well, I'm a 25 minute walk, but I'm on like a same. seven minute cycle. And I love that little walk or the cycle. Yeah. I love just if I'm walking, just put on a podcast. Yeah. Zone out. But do you know what? Even at that, you can still see the rat race around you. Oh, it's not you nothing I mean? comparison. I love. I know, I, I know, it's not in comparison, but it's just this weird thing. Everybody's walking in the same direction. It's mad. It's it's Isn't a it real. Weird? It's a real moment of, and you do. I do feel it. I do feel it when I'm walking, but I feel it way more when I'm sitting on a bus or a dart or Lewis, and everyone's just sitting there looking at their phones in their work gear, and they're just. It's so depressing. It's like yeah. look at us all just working like slaves for a paycheck every month. It's weird feeling. I always think yeah. that. Like look at us all just sitting here like going to our jobs. Yeah. It's weird, but there is something kind of nice about being like in the routine that everyone else is in. Like, you know, when people work different, like, you know, some people work weekends or shifts and stuff. Yeah, that's tough. Not nine to five, basically. I'm like, oh, like, it's kind of nice that we're all in this together. It's nice having set hours and knowing when you're going to be home. Knowing you're going to be home in time for dinner. But I do remember when I was working in town and commuting back to Bray, uh, like what we talked about before, like trying to get the gym and friends in was like near impossible. Commuting makes you so tired. Yeah. Like it, oh, exhausted. Like, furthermore, can I just say one last thing? Yeah, just on the whole, I guess work and life balance, like life balance and have a job. Just know that it is really fucking hard to work from nine to five. And let's be real, there's no such thing as a nine to five job. It's nine to half five or six, mm. uh, if not later. It's really hard to do that five days a week to still go to the gym for an hour, whatever it is, whatever the commute to the gym yeah. for an hour. To make your dinner, to see your friends, mm-hmm. to see your partner, whatever. Cut yourself a little bit of slack if you can't go to the gym or if you have to cancel on a friend because you want to see your girlfriend or boyfriend yeah, or whatever. The world is not going to end if you don't do 45 minutes of exercise. You're not going to gain 10 stone. <laughs> You're not going to lose all your friends in the whole world if you say, do you know what, I'm actually a little bit too tired tonight. Do you mind so if you do true. it next Cut yourself some slack. It's grand. Like we even had that with the podcast. Like one of us might be like, "Look, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it." And then that, and you feel then, then you get, I, I could be wrapped up in the guilt and anxiety after making that decision, yeah. or like, "No, I'm just not going to the gym." Or no, I, I'm bailing on this meeting this friend, and you feel terrible about it. But you're like, "Why should I be terrible?" The world's just, not going to end if we put out an turning. episode a day late. Like no, the, no, they won't. The wheels still turn. Everyone be grand. Like yeah. so, cut yourself some slack. Do what you want to do. That's really important. Self care, guys. Self care. Self care. 
Cool. Cool. Um, well, as usual. Um, oh, we were in the charts this week. We were in the charts. That was a big one. Number that three for a fleeting moment. Two. Two. Number two for Number a fleeting moment. Um, that was cool. Uh, so we have no idea how they work or why they no. work or what they even mean. They don't really mean a whole lot, but it was very fun seeing us there. Um, so keep leaving reviews, your reviews uh, on iTunes or wherever else you get your, your podcasts. Um, we're almost, we're eight people away from 1,000. I'm actually going to post that now on Instagram. We are eight people away from having 1,000 followers on Instagram. So please uh, keep sharing us with your friends. Um, also, we got one girl who sent us a screen grab from her Girlos oh, WhatsApp yeah, group. Gas. Um, so fair play to her. If any of you are talking about the podcast, sorry not to toot her on horn here, but like a lot of you said you do do add that. Send us a screenshot. It's I actually gas. Want, I love now. Obviously, if you're being mean about us, please don't send us that because I can't handle that. But if you're talking about the episode or us, whatever, uh, send us a screenshot. I'm mad for that. Shit. I love it. She actually asked us if we want to be in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> And as you know from this episode, we have a hard enough time keeping up with our own friends and everything than to be in another group. But you wouldn't want us in your WhatsApp group. We would, no. What would we add? What would we add? We'd just be lurkers. We already had yeah, these two creepy podcast lurkers. Yeah. We already give enough. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so so keep sharing us. And um, yeah, I mean, if you want to become a patron as well. That's fantastic. Oh, patron is well received. Well, well welcome. Well received. If a you one like. euro a month if you want, or five euro a month, or two euro a month, whatever your little heart desires. If if every person who li- who listened to this podcast gave fifty cent a month, um, we could quit our jobs. <laughs> and then we wouldn't have any work life balance yeah. issues. No, I'd be so stressed about what am I doing when I no we couldn't we're, we, like, we're no we we couldn't quit our jobs but we like might be able to afford a few pints over Christmas no um but yeah, yeah if, if you're in any position to to give 50 cent a euro two euro whatever you want a month you can go to the state of us podcast.com and click become a patron and if not that's grand if too. you've listened to plenty this, of podcasts this far you must like us yeah so give us your So money. empty your pockets. Empty your pockets, lads. No, joking. No, jokes, jokes, jokes I don't pay here. for most. I only, I'm a patron of one podcast. That's it. Yeah, I'm a patron of, yeah, yeah. one or two. Anyway. Anyway, look. Go on. Sure, look. We'll leave you. What, 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 row? Enjoy the theme tune. <laughs> it's in like Harry Potter. <laughs>